Rockford at the tone. Leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. Rockford, this is Tony. Now, your car's ready. I couldn't reach you, so I went ahead and put in the new pistons. The tab's 527.54. And this time, we're talking cash. Hey, Steve, it's time for us to talk about Rockford and record it again. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. If you're yeah, sure. That. Why not? Why okay, not? Cool. Yeah. Hit Let's that do record it, right? button. Hit that uh, record button. I, I have already hit it. Okay, good. Yeah, good, see? Good. See? Good. So there you go. Uh, yes, welcome back to $200 a day plus expenses, a Rockford Files podcast. Not the Rockford Files podcast, because there is more than one, including one I believe called 200 a day plus expenses. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, welcome back. I'm Dave. He's Steve. How are things in Halifax, my friend? Um, well, I'm I, I'm trying to get out of uh, out from under the huge pile of marking I have because <laughs> yeah. I'm behind and the students are starting to complain. Oh, Understandably, because sure. no, it's been a sure. while. That's that's you know. fine. Um, as a tropical storm might be headed our way. Oh, good. Well, that sounds like fun. Well, Those yeah, are always yeah. good times. I yeah. having having lived out east. Yeah, they're really really fun. Yep. When the weather's just trying to kill you all the time, yep. it's mm-hmm. uh, yep, it's great. Um, here the heat wave is finally broken. We have had it's now like fourteen instead of. 27 right. which is nice but yeah we had some really warm weather but that's happily gone uh and yeah i just finished a bunch of marking yesterday and our break week's about to start next week so i'm kind of excited about that uh but enough about our respective jobs um let's talk about this episode which is season two episode two what did uh-huh. i say episode i that i put the accent in the wrong syllable there um the farnsworth stratagem stratagem is one of my favorite words Mm-hmm. I try to in- integrate it into my conversation. It's, it yep. rarely comes up, but it's when true. I can, I do. Good work. And it doesn't mean strategy. No. No, it's cognate with strategy, yep. but it doesn't mean strategy. Uh, it means what? Sort of um, ruse, plan that involves duping somebody. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Good. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I, I trust, uh, you know, you're, you're, the, you're the guy with all the English degrees. I. That's true. <laughs> I didn't take English past Three high school. Them. Three See, of them I have. That's three more than I have. Um, it's a hat also, trick. Uh, I never. It's a hat trick. I never even took English in university because I figured when would I go to England? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I ended up going to England. <laughs> so yes, this was. Uh, it was originally aired on September the nineteenth, nineteen seventy-five. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, what's going on in the world? Uh, let's see. Uh, Music-wise, ca- Rhinestone Cowboys still born in Canada, and as I've written in our document, nope. Um, now in the states it's famed by david bowie way to go usa on this one that's 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 better that's better and it's it's not the famous one i'm gonna live forever (laughs) i'm gonna learn how to fly fly. yeah it's famed by david bowie which is much better song it is a much better song and in the uk it's still that rod stewart song sailing we talked about last time yes uh jaws is still the number one movie uh i think it is for the rest of the year (laughs) now Okay, now in the non-pop culture news, and again, I would have normally said, let's just play fame, but yeah. as September 1975 was the was the month for women to try to kill Gerald Ford. It, it was. I shouldn't laugh the, at that. The week. Assassination attempts aren't really funny, but no. I mean, I guess 60 odd years or 50 odd years later, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. Because I mean, no Ford's got, dead. Ford's dead and no one got hurt during these things, right? And um, so this woman, Sarah Jane Moore, uh, I guess inspired by Squeaky from, um, who was kind of infatuated with Patty Hearst and the Symbionese Liberation Army, the SLA. Yep. Um, and through a series of other things, um, decided she was going to kill President Ford. Yep. <laughs> like a week and a half later, uh, September twenty second, he ends up. Uh, she, you know, this attempt in his life was made. Um, again, he doesn't get killed however i did find uh a uh, a news report where this is introduced by howard cosell during a monday night football game which is like that's the greatest thing because you know that's that's how i learned about john lennon being shot with howard cosell so um this is kind of great so we'll hear that at the end uh Mm -hmm. and i'm happy that people aren't going after you know assassinating people anymore so much but she's still alive yeah yeah, she's, she got she's out 93. Yeah, she got out in 07. 93, yeah. That's a that's a good run. Um, yeah, she's A lot of it was spent in jail. Squeaky <laughs> Fromm's still in jail. She's did still she alive, have, too. I thought I thought she got out. Or did she get out? Maybe she got out. I, don't know. I think they're probably pretty harmless at this point. Um, 
By the way, this I remember the Symbionese Liberation Army. I remember when I asked my mother, well, what's 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 the country Symbian? And she said, I don't think anybody knows what they're doing. And I said, okay. No. And when you look, read things about the Symbionese Liberation Army, that's pretty much it. Um, yep. Basically criminals who would had, had, had a thinly veiled layer of, we're actually fighting for the people and we're Marxists. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Got to have that's, something. Got to have something. It's the it's the mid seventies. You got to have domestic terrorism, yeah. and you got to do urban guerrillas. It's the it's the yep. only way to go. Yeah, yep. I mean, as go. a Marxist who believes that a revolution is possible, right? It's like, yeah, that's that's not revolutionary. That's <laughs> it's just Robin Banks. You're just Robin Banks. It's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Anyway, so uh, how do we open as we usually do with the phone call? Rockford, this is Tony. Uh, your car's ready. I couldn't reach you, so I went ahead and put in the new pistons. That's, by the way, if a mechanic ever called me and said, we just went ahead and put in new pistons, like, dude, that's yeah. expensive. Yeah. Cabot is $527, so that's, you know, like two grand today, which is actually, yeah. I think, cheap for a piston job. <laughs> yeah. And this time, we're talking cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim's been writing bum checks. Yeah. I think I always get the impression he's the kind of guy who was always just about this far, and I'm holding my fingers very closely together, mm -hmm. ahead of, like, he just knows exactly how much is in each of his, like, three banks, yeah. and he's constantly moving money around. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. He know he knows when the money's coming in, so he'll put the check out, yeah. because the check will come in, like, the day after That's right. the money's gone into the bank account. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like my early part of my career in graduate school, really, for yeah. me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and my postdoc. The, like yeah, that, that and going to parties and and at the end when there's all that leftover food, just sort of taking it home, stuffing and, your pockets with food and, and stuff like that. I don't know about you, but that doesn't go away. Uh, no, 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 it doesn't. When you're <laughs> me and my colleagues, man, if if you're at an event and it's like uh, it's over, but it's like who's who's taking those cookies? Are you, yeah, you going to take I'll, some I'll of those? Take I'll take, I'll take them, I'll take them. I'll I watched a I watched a friend of mine take out a whole tray of sandwiches because it's like they're yeah, just going to go off. Yeah, it's like gonna you gonna go off. You're just going to throw them all out. They're already paid for, right? Yeah. It's like, you and know. you can't take them to the student food bank or something. They're pre-made no, sandwiches. No. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that, that does stick with us. For, we academics for a lot. How do you get it's an true. academic to do something? Just say there's free food and free beer. People go, okay. Yeah. Sure. When, what time? <laughs> what time? Oh, uh, it's in the president's office and we have to, that's fine. I'll, I'll go. You want me to set up chairs? Oh, oh I'll <laughs> set up chairs. And then there's the golden thing when they say, um, everybody gets two free drink tickets or something like that for alcohol. Yeah. Like if it's, that's like a Christmas party. And it's like, yeah, that's when you, I immediately walk around going, you don't drink, right? Yeah. Well, you <laughs> have the advantage cause you can go around. You're driving, right? I'm not driving. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> There's always an upside. There's always an upside. I just look around for people. It's like, Hey, you're in a hijab. You're Muslim, right? So you don't drink, right? Can yeah, I have those? right. Yeah. I'll take those. <laughs> I've had a couple of experiences where people in that situation have literally come up to me and say, you like to drink, right? It's like, uh-huh. Uh -huh. You want my tickets? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next. You have to ask? Yeah. What <laughs> is known me that long. Just give it to me. Just give Here, me the Dave, damn tickets. Those. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this is one of those uh, big con episodes. I think it's the first big con episode, yeah. right? The first stratagem yeah. episode. I, yep. This is my favorite kind of Rockford Files episode when, yep. when it's basically Mission Impossible. Um <laughs> And it's also like Mission Impossible because you don't actually know the whole scam. You know no. the broad strokes, right? Yeah. Um, and this one is a uh, is is a Bethesode. And what else is it? It's a Beth? Grand Slam. Yeah, I refer to it as a Grand Slam because it's got Dennis. Yep. It's got Angel. Yep. It's got Rocky, and as you said, it's got Beth. So it's got all four of them in one episode. I love the, it. The ultimate supreme Grand Slam is when they're all in the same shot in the same yes. scene. But I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure that ever happens. But uh, or if um, Robert Weber shows up as one of the exactly that's one of the guest stars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember them all. There's got to be at some point where they're all four in the same scene. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. We'll keep yeah. an eye out. Um, so Dennis and his wife are with Jim, and they've apparently they're invested in some kind of hotel. Um. Uh, the actor playing Dennis's wife, by the way, Pat Finley, played Bob's sister uh, in the Bob Newhart show. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I literally had watched this and I had just watched that episode. So I think I see that for, recognize her. Oh, right. She's Bob's sister. Uh, so Jim, I love how Jim already knows it's a scam. Like as soon yeah. as Dennis is checking in, you can see the look on Jim's face is like, this is not good. Yeah. I know about timeshare scams. Yeah. And part of me is like, 
I think in part in the back of his head is like, and I've run a few of those. And yeah, <laughs> yeah he can tell right away. Um, uh, yeah. When he, when he says, yeah, I know what it's called. Like when, when Dennis is explaining that it's a timeshare and everything. Yeah. Um, and we get Gerald McCraney again. Yeah, playing, Gerald McCraney. Playing again, playing a, a, a guy behind <laughs> a front desk of a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> weird to get typecast as that uh <laughs> anyway uh yeah it's nice to see him um and uh seventy five hundred dollars is what they paid which is a lot of money multiply times five if you want to figure it out for today yeah um and they've basically not bought any rooms the rooms are all condominiums um yeah it's really not a hotel it's it's no it's the way con- we think it's about condos it's condos it's condos with, it's condos with a, with a lobby yeah uh, and, and a golf course and those, and you know, those kind of places really do exist. Like they're yeah. real places, um, especially in warm places like California and Florida, mm-hmm. but there are always are these scams where people are sold and it turns out what they're sold is they, they own part of the lobby and they don't yeah. actually own a room. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I love when, when Jim talks about how you get sucked in and he said, I didn't get sucked in. I bought in. Dennis has come. Usually, you see this bravado from Dennis, which is like, "We don't need you. I'm going to put an APB out on you. I'm going to arrest you, Jimbo." This is like, no, no, I got completely fucked here, Jim. Yeah, yeah. uh, There's some good good acting by Santos here. He's really is he 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 he, he, you know, and and when he when he says, you know, uh, as you put in the document, Jimbo, we need you, man. Like you could really tell that, you know. That felt it's real. Really that was well done. That was a really strong bit of acting uh, by yeah. Joe Santos. I was really because yeah. I mean, again, I it's fifty years old, so the style of acting has changed over the years. But also, sure. I mean, Joe Santos is a fine actor, but he's not. I don't know Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, yet I just saw him do something pretty special, and I thought that was really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. And it shows that a lot of these people back then, I think, had all kinds of range. They just didn't have it; weren't allowed to show it on TV yeah. as much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, didn't need to. Yep. Um, but I love that when he said that. Uh, and he also, by the way, he's got to pay off not only the seventy five hundred dollars for his investment. He's also, well, basically, he's, it's a note to pay off. So he's basically taking on a mortgage for seven hundred yep. grand. Yep. Uh, I know. Which is a lot of money, even if you don't it, multiply it times five. Because the seventy five hundred was just a down payment, mm-hmm. right? It's like a margin call, right? You know, it's it's that it's that kind of thing. Which which for those of you who don't know, helped to contribute to the the collapse of uh, of yeah. the stock market that created the the Great Depression. That's right. So that's right. And I mean, this is the kind of thing where um, they figured that they would there would be this passive income from the rooms and that would just pay for pay off this seven hundred thousand dollar loan one wonders i will say one thing here where was their banker who was looking at this going this is a real because yeah. <laughs> like if it's a note they must have done that through a bank that's how those things work and if that's yeah. the case the banker would have said this i'm not you can't have this money yeah you're going to uh, default on this. I mean, yeah. I, I I know we tend to have these kind this kind of thing about about bankers as kind yeah. of, and there are probably bankers that are probably yes. shady. But yes, but you know, and I'm not not a fan of bankers. Not a fan <laughs> yeah. of banks, folks. He mentioned um, he was a communist yeah. earlier, exactly. Yeah. But even I realized that a banker would go no, no, <laughs> no, because. Um, that's how banks go out of business. That's exactly. This is the kind of right. thing. This, you know, like, um, I don't know anybody, any financial institution. Well, this is how the subprime mortgage thing happens, yeah. right? This is back in 08, exactly. speaking of other financial exactly. collapses. So this is this is a, a okay, there's all kinds of holes in this because it's a caper. Sure. And I'm fine sure. with it. It's just that it occurred to me like who who you lent me the money, man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because think of it this way, you know, he has a house. Yeah. But it's not worth seven hundred grand. Oh no. <laughs> not not at not at that time. Maybe now. Maybe, it is. Now it's probably worth <laughs> twice that or three yeah, times. Exactly. That. Yeah. But at that time, it's maybe worth twenty. Yeah, probably that's about it. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and so ba- so even if if you say, Well, I'm I'm putting up my 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 house as collateral, yeah. the banker's looking at that going, Well, even if you default and we foreclose on your house, we're not making our money back. Yeah. You got uh, thirty more of these houses like, to put up for collateral? <laughs> like yeah. you know, it, I mean if I were Dennis, I would go to another bank because that banker is incompetent. Yeah, I would too. That's and it's it's never brought up. And it, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, it's I fine. let it go because it's very it's because it's a piece of entertainment. But yeah. uh, it, it occurred to me. Uh, 
then again, I was distracted immediately by Linda Evans showing up of um, course. at the trailer. Jesus, Linda Evans was good looking. Um, she, Linda Evans is a very attractive woman. Yeah. And I mean, just classically beautiful, right? You just look and go, yeah. boy, that's a beautiful woman. Like it's not, yeah. it's just like, well, it's, uh, I used to hear um, that guest stars would come on Mad Men and they'd look at John Hamm or 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 Christina Hendricks and they sometimes couldn't speak because they go, they're yeah. too good looking for. Yeah. And that, it's kind of like that, you know, it's like, oh my God, she's nice looking. Um, anyway, she comes by the trailer, just shows up and says hello. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, uh, yeah, well, look, if it's Linda Evans showing up, hey, you go, come on in. That man. happened to me the other day. Linda Evans just showed up on my door and said, hello, and hello. I brought her in and I explained to her how scams worked. Uh, I like when, whenever Jim gets into the talking about the marks and the ropers and the grifters, I don't even know if he's yeah. using the right lingo because I don't know anything about how scams work, but it sounds good. And the way Garner delivers it is good. So I accept yeah. it. I've heard those terms before. Sure. Yeah. So I think the language I, is correct because I've heard other people. Oh, okay. I think I, I may have only it. ever heard. I may have only ever heard it on Rockford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I read a lot of crime fiction. <laughs> Right, fair enough. <laughs> right, you know, yeah. Jim Thompson and guys like that. So. I think the only other place I might have heard this would have been, you know, Richie Brockelman. Uh, <laughs> right, right, uh, right. So she wants in, and Jim's okay with it because, well, he's Linda Evans after all. Um, of course. By the way, she's playing a different character than she did. Yes, I think that was Claire was named for a character. Now this is yep. Audrey is his name for a character. Yep. Uh, this show did that a lot. Uh, a lot of shows did that, but Rockford seems to have really done it a lot. I have a feeling like that Garner. Would or or Cannell or somebody would just go. Yeah. I liked working with that person. Bring him back. Yeah, and 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 because she's kind of a bigger name, it's a little bit different. Because like if you if you remember Barney Barney Miller, Barney Miller had all these kind of yeah. character actors that they would bring back, like Alex Henteloff, um, mm-hmm. who play who played uh, Arnold Ripner, uh, who sued Harris. Um, you know these kind oh, of characters. I remember act- that yeah. vaguely. Yeah. Yeah, and he 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 ends up in uh, um, one of the Star Trek ones. He's the one who um, Star Trek Four, where McCoy and Scotty are doing the whole computer thing. They they need a computer. <laughs> oh yeah, I know the, sure, I know the guy. Yeah. And he goes, and computer, computer, computer. He goes, just use the keyboard. That the guy who says just use the keyboard, that's Alex Antoloff. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, to use a kind of big bigger name like Linda Evans, Linda Evans. Of course, she, she didn't. She wasn't quite. She wasn't as huge big. like she was in the eighties yet, you know, because Dynasty hadn't happened yet. But she was still big because she was she was on Big Valley and stuff like that. So the fact oh, yeah. that she's using like a big name, yeah, shows you know again you like like you said you know that um you know they said she worked really well. Let's bring her in and and she was quite happy to do it. Yeah, uh, and uh, as I've I've said, mentioned many times before, I think as the show goes on, you get more bigger name guest stars, and I think a, yeah. that uh, that always tells me one thing: this is a fun show to work on. I mean, yeah. I think there were guest stars on Love Boat because they got a free cruise, uh, yeah. <laughs> and got paid. Whereas this, you know, it's just you're being a working actor, but you're getting to do this, and I think people like yeah. the show, and I, I love seeing that when that happens. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so she's in. She she wants to also. She's been part of the scam. She, she claims to have been scammed. Yeah. Um, immediately, immediately, I figured there was something else going on here. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know. But still, it's Linda Evans, and so that's fine. Yeah. Well, he 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 kind of he kind of figured. I think he begins. To I think, think you're right here, because you know she talks about meeting Dennis's wife in Spanish class. Yeah. And then she mentions Brazil. Yeah. Which of course they don't speak, they speak Spanish, Spanish in Brazil. <laughs> they speak Portuguese that's in right. Brazil, right? Um, that's right. So you know, um, that's I think I think it's that that sort of begins to make him think, you know. And then yeah. she says she writes kids' books, and you know, um, yeah. And a lot of this is, you know, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's great when she when he when he does say that though, uh, that you know she they speak Spanish there and all this stuff. But again. The other thing is, it turns out that, um, well, anyway, Audrey's checked and uh, on this guy, this, the grifter, the guy who ran the thing, and he's apparently skipped town. Yeah. It also turns out that Mrs. Deal is in on this. Yes. That's a great detail. Um, yeah. Lieutenant Deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, they, they, they mention things like, well, what about the pearl switch you did? Or when you Yeah. Did, that was neat. Back. I like the neat. callback there. That was really cool because that's yeah. not a thing you saw back then. It just. Yeah, because. You couldn't you couldn't expect your audience to remember that. No. From a year ago, right? You know, no. like now, I mean, you know, people even today, like I tell my students, you just don't realize just how 
easy it is to kind of recall things now because it's everywhere, right? Like we can, you know, even if we forget, you can, right? Like, like even if you're we watching that and go with the pearl, the pearl switch, we can, oh, go on- online and, and look yeah. at the Rockford Files episodes and there it is. Yeah. You know, back then we couldn't, you know. I mean, j- just imagine this, everybody. You couldn't pause TV. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, whereas now, I mean, now I have, I whenever I'm watching TV, I have IMDb open. Because yeah, it's like, who yeah, is yeah. that guy? Who yeah, is she? Too. Oh, me she too. was not. Oh, cool. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is something it, you couldn't do back then. Yeah. And so, as an example, if Dave and I were watching this together back in the 70s, we could not go to the bathroom at the same time. No, that's right. Because yeah. one of us would have had to stay to say, it's on, <laughs> so that the other person knows that the show started again. Yeah. And there's no way to pause it. This is the thing. It's no. like, if you're going to go make popcorn or go get some chips, you got two yep. minutes. You got two freaking yep. minutes, man. Yep. Uh, or a huge freaking bowl at the beginning <laughs> to last you the whole show. That's right. But you, you got to plan that. You got to start that, yep. but 10 minutes before. So you got everything. That's right. Yeah. Whereas now you pause it and go, you know, let me throw a frozen pizza in the oven or something. You know, it's uh, or, or if you're my dad, you send me. Uh, well, yeah, of course. I don't care if Steve misses as long as I see it. All right. Well, were were you not a remote? Is, is, David, yes, change the channel. Yeah, I was. Yes, we had to. W- <laughs> this is the horror of the seventies. We had to wade through shag carpeting. Yes. To change the channel both ways. Exactly. And, you know, there was so much smoke in the air that you couldn't really see what was going on. It was it was like you're in Vietnam. Uh, you, yep. you, you, you go down with it with it with a, yep. yep. a uh, waiting wait for Charlie your teeth. to jump out. <laughs> waiting for Charlie to jump out at you. <laughs> Charlie, don't serve, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love they did that. though. That was that was cool. Um, yep. Back to the trailer. So there's some William McKenzie shows up and he's played yep. by Eric Seaver. Uh, or Sever yep. Price. Um, he's a solid 70s and 80s guy in a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you, you, you see him in, lots in a of lot things. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he informs Jim, uh, your, your note's been called. So apparently what's happened is the bank has got a call from uh, the person, I don't didn't take his name here, where'd it go? Anyway, the, the, the person running the scam has yeah, made Lloyd. some moves. Yeah, Lloyd, that's right. Um, and uh, the bank's foreclosing on the trailer. Uh oh, yep. yeah, Simon Lloyd. Here we go, and so he's 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 got some weight, this guy, uh, and it it's a little bit. Jim's a little worried because that's where he lives and does his business, <laughs> and so. and it also sort of ratches up the the um, intensity for Jim. For sure. Like now he's not just helping Dennis. Right now he's his home. now he's keeping his home. Right, you yeah. know now it's it's for him that needs to uh, yep. he he needs to um, make sure he. Ke- Keeps his home. Yep, exactly. Um, so you know, uh, this is getting serious. Jim's got to do something. I uh, con- first move would always be to contact Beth and look at the contract. That makes sense, of course. And the problem is that the um, the contract's actually ironclad. It's really good. Yep. Uh, and I loved. And again, I know what's going to happen. I've watched this before, but I love when he when he <laughs> when he says, "What about the mineral rights?" And I go, "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And I imagine the first time through up or the first time through, I probably didn't notice because I was 10, uh, but <laughs> it's still very clever. Uh, it's, it's a really good idea. Um, so uh, the mineral rights are actually owned by the, by the, the syndicate, not the syndicate in the syndicate and the mob, no. the, the, the sort of group that was put together to do the quote investments. Um, I've actually, They've bought the mineral rights. So actually, what they've done actually, is, is they, legal. actually they didn't even call it the syndicate. They called it the syndication. Ah, very good. Right. So, you right. know, as as I mean, looking back on it now, of course, as as a guy who does language, studies language, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, no, that's 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 not a real word. So, you know, it's yeah. it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah. I think they're trying to make sure that we don't, don't get confused that because we also have mobs yeah. in this, right? And they yeah. use the, they, it's I, true. They, it's I true. I think they use the word mob in this. They might use the word mafia. Yeah. Uh, but but what I mean is, is often when con yeah. con people will use words that sound great, uh, okay, okay, but okay, okay, okay. don't really mean anything. Like right. a syndicate, it's not a syndicate; it's a syndication. syndication. Yes, and people will go, "Ooh, a syndication!" Ooh, a syndication. Isn't that way? Isn't that what Three's Company has? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, right. They've, but I love it that they've. See, the thing is, because they've done something that is legal but immoral. Yeah. Um. The, the fact that it's legal is great that this contract actually says they own the mineral rights. So yeah. 
that's something to work with and we, and we yeah. can do something here. Um, so uh, Dennis has now been, you know, convinced all the other members of the syndication uh, that did the investing to come up with an extra five grand, which is. Oh, 28 grand now. Yeah, it's real money. Um, even five grand's real money, but yeah. you know, now everybody's kicking in probably the equivalent of a few thousand bucks. You know, yeah. that's 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 real money. You know, this is yeah. so everybody now must know it's a scam the in the in the in the group, but it's also the case that Lieutenant Deal's wife knows it's a scam. So let's yeah. hope he does she doesn't tell her husband, yeah. right? Just to make it would make Dennis's life difficult. The fact that Rockford was investigating at all, Deal would yeah. assume that Rockford was doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm glad Deal isn't in this because that would have just made it more cluttered. But yeah, you know, the threat the threat is better. It's good enough. Yeah, I agree. Right. Um, fine. This is where it, now it starts to get fun. Uh, J.W. Farnsworth, he said, putting in air quotes, shows up uh, with heavy equipment <laughs> and Rocky and Angel. Yeah. Uh, I'm from Oklahoma. That's all country. And they're playing banjo music. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, it's a little, I don't know, condescending to people who live. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It's a little yeah, condescending. But it's, but it's funny as hell. But it's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, they, they play the banjo music. They set up the, the a great big uh, drilling rig. That's not an oil rig. It's a driller drilling thing. I, I uh, Yeah. Um, Derek. Derek. That's, Derek. That's, that's, yeah, the that's, that's the word. That's the word. And they're setting that up. And through the whole time, you're hearing uh, the Rockford theme, but played on banjo. Yeah. <laughs> And you watch Angel and Rocky act like they know what they're doing, yeah. <laughs> which is what I like about it is Rocky kind of, I have the feeling during all this, Rocky's like, oh, still going to do a job and do it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Angel's exactly. like, he's a scammer, right? But yep. I, I do like it. And um, now you see where all the money went. It went, I guess, to rent an oil, oil rig or yep. oil derrick. It also Derek went trucks. Uh, trucks and you know coveralls and all this other stuff and yeah i guess you know you think about it this is going to last about a week today yeah, yeah i bet thirty thousand dollars twenty eight five thousand dollars could cover that probably yep. okay yep. he's also going to pay the people and everything yeah um yeah it's great it's just a great deal of fun um we see it all setting up i i also wonder uh again with the thing you know garner's from oklahoma i always wonder whenever he puts on that accent is that his actual accent yeah did he's yeah. He's like laying off the sort of neutral Midwestern accent that most yeah. actors end up getting. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to talk like I am at home, like I'm at home, yeah. you know? Uh, I don't know if that's, yeah. Anyway. Um, right. Jim calls Dennis, needs more money. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh. And he's staying in a house. I love when he's, that's the name of the house and the house doesn't have a street number or, yeah. an, it, or, or, or a street. It's just like, it's got a name for the estate, which is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you staying, Buckingham Palace? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, that place. Okay. Yeah. What street's, what street's that on? You don't really need that. Uh, it's the yep. one with the, with the people at front that are with guards. And uh, the butler. I love when he said that. It's okay. The butler will get it. <laughs> and he's like, the butler. Well, you you got to you know you got to run the scam properly. Um. Then of course Angel and Rocky show up. Yep. <laughs> Angel here, Jimmy. You know. I found out what we could do is we could buy earplugs for 49 cents a pack and sell them for a dollar 50 to people. <laughs> yeah. Cause people are, are coming to watch. Yeah. And so it's like, Hey, he's, he, he, angel has all the angles, right? You see, uh, you know, and, and he's, uh, he's going, wow, we could, we, we could make a little bit on the side here. And the thing is, it's a little bit. If let's say there's a hundred people there, Steve, let's say it's a hundred yeah. people. And it's not the hundred, but let's make the math easy. And yeah. he makes a dollar, which is about what he was deciding. So he's going to make 200 bucks. Yep. But, and he'd have to split it with Jim. So let's say a hundred bucks and he'd go through all, because that's how angels mind works. Yeah. Um, angels, the kind of guy that pours money into uh, a gambling machine at, um, you know, like a, like a slot machine. And even though he's put in $300, but he's won 20, he claims he's up 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, no, like the people at gambling uh, bars out East. It's a, yeah. I used to find that a lot about people in Newfoundland when they were, they're playing the machines. And I'd look over and go, how long have you been doing this? Well, all afternoon, really? Yeah. How you doing? Well, I'm up 20 bucks. Really? How much you put in? You look. So you you aren't out. Go give me a piece, yeah. piece of paper. I'm going to show you yeah. something. Let's let's do some math. 
it's really basic math. You're way behind. Uh, yep. You got to spend money to make money. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, let's scan, I guess. <laughs> We we head we we head back. Um, oh oh, uh, the thing is here that when Angel says this again, and Jim says it's a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Angel says don't spit on it. And again, yeah. this is this use of spit instead of shit today. They say don't yeah. shit on that. Yeah, don't shit on that. Man. Yeah, but that's fine because anyway, again, the audience all knows what it means. Yeah. You know, um, we head back to the hotel. Another montage. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of montages in this one. Yeah, there's at least three. I think. Um, I guess this is being done, the montage, to show the scope of the operation, that they're yeah. getting what yeah, a fake drilling is. operation running. And I don't mind it because I, I look at it going, my God, this is elaborate. This is great. Yeah. But it's still, it's it's taking the place of a car, ch- of car chases, eh? Yeah. Or normally, these would there'd be two or three car chases. Yeah, this is what this is doing. Two or three car chases, yeah. 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 Um, but at least they're not adding unnecessary dialogue or like, as you said, bringing deal in or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's fine. I just, I found it jarring the second time. The first time was like, I get why you're doing this, but why are you doing it again? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, And of course, uh, over at J.W. Farnsworth's house, which is actually a house that Jim's renting. Yep. That big place that doesn't have an address. Some goons, hired goons come by. Yep. Uh, We're telling you in a very nice way to get that oil, Derek, and jackhammer out of there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those are threats. Um, yeah, one one of the guys is H.M. Wynant, who uh, uh-huh. again a long character actor. You know, he's he he was a lot. He was in the original oh. Perry Mason a lot and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, look at him. Okay, let's yeah. take a quick yeah. look at this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, of course. Yeah. With some stuff he was in, he's been in. Uh, oh yeah, all kinds of stuff. Holy jump! Yeah. yeah, he's yeah he was in a lot of things. A lot of yeah. them have poor IMDb ratings. Oh, he was in the West Wing. Look at that. Oh, yeah, he's a senator yeah. in the West Wing. That's right. Yeah, he he's been in tons tons of different things. Uh, I love uh, the goons are some of the most fun actors because it seems like these yeah. small roles go into all these people. It's great. Um, yeah. So they make some threats, uh, and Jim calls Dennis because uh, he's he's now like Dennis. Um, we're dealing with the mafia. These aren't just scammers. Yeah. We're dealing with the Sopranos here. Things could get serious. It's a little scary, right? Yeah. So I don't know what the solution to that is, Steve, but I think it's another montage. Oh my god. Yep. This is the one where I thought, okay, that's that's too many montages, guys. Now you should have written something just with some dialogue. It's yeah. <laughs> anyway, they head back to the house, um, uh, and Jim has the kids' book, the, the the balloon, whatever it was called. Yeah. Um. And because it's by some guy named Uncle Ralph, and she has said, Audrey, she said she's Uncle Ralph, and that's a pen name. Yeah. And that's not a ridiculous thing. No, that, that happens. Franklin know. W. Dixon. Yeah, didn't even exist. No, exactly. <laughs> the guy who wrote the Hardy Boys books, folks, does not yeah. exist. He's uh, yeah. it's a it's a pen name for people, including hockey announcers Brian McFarland's father. Yeah. Uh, wrote a lot some, of these, still do. Some dude from New Brunswick. Uh, so it's what she's saying when, when she says that, that that's possible, like, I, yeah. I, you know, but it turns out, um, she keeps saying, no, I wrote it though. But then they said it would be work better as an uncle Ralph book. And, you know, Jim's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I talked to uncle Ralph. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and she just jumps in the pool. Jim follows as she's swimming. Um, and then he finds that, oh, I see. It's it's the ringleader of the whole thing is in Brazil, which explains why she had Brazil on the mind, I think. Yeah. Uh, we From here on in, we keep our relationship professional. And that's when she says, well, it won't be as much fun. So now we obviously know that they were sleeping together, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you note here, it's actually not ridiculous. Like, it's not a bad attempt that she makes to say, no, no. it's, it's, of course that that's not me. It's ghostwritten. That's that. I told you that, uh, blah, blah, yep. blah. Cause uncle Ralph's a big name. I'm not. Yeah. Makes, compl- but I mean, I get why he yeah. says no, because he's got the evidence, but, yeah. uh, it's still, uh, what she's saying isn't ridiculous. And why would yep. she think that he had actually, you know, talked to uncle Ralph and his yep. niece or something? Uh, right. We go back to the hotel. Um, there's Lloyd. He's played by Paul Jenkins. He also did a lot of things. Eh? Yeah, he was in Mash. He was yes. you know, in a lot of things. I think he was he was actually in an earlier episode of uh, Rockford. I think in season one. I think. Yeah, I think you remember right. correctly. Yeah, I think you're right. Can't yeah. remember which one though. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, so we're back there. 
he plays he actually plays the the, the weasley threatening guy really well that's he does yeah. that that's that's nice uh anyway uh he suggests slant drilling yeah oh well that's a thought okay i didn't learn about slant drilling until geez what last i guess it was the first gulf war <laughs> when saddam hussein said no they're taking all our oil and kuwait's like dude we've got lots yeah we didn't need to slant drill into iraq uh, yeah. But that's the first time I heard about slant drilling. That makes some sense. Uh, but yeah, so Jim's like, no, no, we can't do that. Uh, and just blows him off. But he's pretty clear at this. He, like at this point, you can see that Jim's like, oh, I think this is the mafia. I'm yep. very frightened. Yeah. It's like uh, another reason why I got to make sure that I'm okay here. Yeah. I got to get out of this and soon. Yep. Uh then they, Jim and Audrey get into a limo and <laughs> they see Angel walking up the street. Yep. I love when Angel gets in. Well, Angel doesn't get in at first, does he? He doesn't no. get in the limo. No, he's walking away. He's walking away. L yeah. Like literally, he's walking away. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, he, he, he knows Angel's, Angel's, threatened. he understands what's going on here. He knows this is the mob that they're messing yep. with now. And, you know, Angel may be a bit of a dope, but he's not. Yep complete dope and he knows you don't you yeah. don't scam the mob <laughs> yeah so um yep he's, he's uh right. yeah he's 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 a little frightened there he eventually does get in yeah because they threaten him with becker yeah <laughs> like he's, he's he you can see it in, in angel's face he's, yeah he's weighing the weighing the threat yeah the mob <laughs> becker the talking cops. to my parole officer yeah what am i gonna do yeah, yeah it's pretty great um so Dennis comes by the house uh, and the people who bought the condos, I mean, Dennis has, has run their names because Jim's got, Jim now had, had got the list of all the, all the uh, residents yeah. and it isn't all the residents, but a lot of them yeah. are, there was at least five of them that were big time mob guys. And at least yeah. one of them was somebody from another, uh, a mobbed up person from another episode. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which one, but one of those names is a nice bit of continuity there. That yeah. was was somebody from season one. Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, Lieutenant Beale's wife and me were running a country club for organized crime. <laughs> My dad says that. I love it. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, yeah. And Jim's not really pleased because uh, he now well, no, now he's yeah. sure now he's sure yeah. right because it's yeah. like I was just scamming some some scammers now I think I might be scamming the mob. Yeah, and that's not a good thing. Yeah, scamming the mob would be bad. So we get back to the hotel, and um, uh, Simon he wants to buy the rights because he's can, he's now convinced maybe there's some sort of um, maybe there actually is oil. Yeah, right. Uh, and you know, uh, Jim says there's no way you can force me to sell. Uh, he threatens Jim, obviously. Um, yeah, with bringing in the mob, like he's basically. Do you know yeah. who I work for? Yeah, <laughs> I'm now going to make this explicit. We are organized crime. Um, we are bad people and we will fuck you up. Yeah. And this is now this is where I got, I got a question for you, because, OK, they say that if you hit oil, you're going to get oil. If you hit water, that means natural gas. OK, I, I, I assume that's true. I have no idea. Yeah. Say it's not true. So that's fine. Um, they hit water. And Angel's running around yelling oil. And then someone says, no, you mean yeah. gas. And he goes, yeah, yeah. gas, Jim, gas. Jim, Jim, he's going, it's oil, it's oil. And Jim goes, gas, gas, it's gas, it's gas. It's great. <laughs> so good. Um, now, Jim does say they were aiming at the water main. So, yeah. well, there's a couple questions. The first one is that would affect the water pressure and people would notice in the hotel. And that's, again, I buy it. Yeah. I'm fine. I, I'm not going to complain. Although in that moment... Nobody, everybody would be outside watching, right? So they might not have noticed. No, that's true. That's a good point. And they would cap off the water quickly. And yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's probably yeah, true. Yeah. Now, okay. Now they're, they're going to sell it to the mob. Yeah. But did Jim really not want to sell it? No, I th I think this was Jim making, I, I think Jim was making sure that he wasn't getting in trouble. Because okay. he says, no, 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 this is a scam. He tell he tells them all that yes. this is a scam. Yeah, he says, I'm, yeah, he, he basically right? says, do and, you understand what so I'm doing? He, I'm scamming you. And so he puts Lloyd, like, a, he puts Lloyd, because that's what he says. He says, you know, Lloyd is telling you to do this. I'm telling you it's, it's a scam. 
Yeah. You know, and they're saying, well, we have the reports. And he's saying, no, 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 the reports are yeah. faked. Yeah. Right. Be clear what I'm what I'm saying. These are faked. Yeah. So when, when you realize that you've been scammed. Yeah. Don't look at me. Yeah. Because I just told you the truth. And I guess the assumption is that even the mob would go, well, this one's kind of on us. Yeah. I, um, I'm I'm thinking this was probably part of the, the whole scam from the beginning. See, that's my thinking too. It's it's right. this that's is why I relate it to Mission Impossible, where this happens all the time and you find out, especially when you get past season one of Mission Impossible, whenever anything looks like it's a screw up, in fact, oh no, that was a screw up they yeah. expected to happen. Yeah. So I, this was I, done on purpose. I think he 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 kind of once once he realized it was the mob, yeah. I think he kind he kind of said, Okay, you know, he 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 it may not have been originally. Yeah. But but once he realizes the mob, then he I think he kind of switches yeah. what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, because that way, you know, it's like, he, and he says, "This is be clear, you know, this is this is this is Lloyd's problem, not not mine. I'm I'm telling you not to do this. Yeah. Right. He he's very clear. Yeah. He's very explicit. He says, "I will sell them to you, but it's fake. Don't yeah. take it. I'm yeah. I'm advising you not to do it." Yeah. And that I guess. <clears throat> I like to think that that would probably work. And Jim, of course, understands people that are criminals because he was in prison yeah. for five years. So I guess the idea here would be they're not just going to go beat him up for the hell of it because they're out some money. Right. And of course, so it'll be, well, it's probably a lot of money because if it's probably just getting their money back, I don't know, but it's probably millions of dollars. Yeah. And, and they'd be going after Lloyd rather than him. I think you're right. Because Lloyd, yeah. Lloyd is the one that says buy it. And he's the one saying, no, don't buy it. Yeah. So they're going to say, you're the one who said buy it. That's right. No, I think so you're right. You know, he's putting a bullseye on Lloyd. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, I vacillated about this, um, but yeah, I think you're probably right. Cause I think that does cover him. Uh, then we get a little denouement over at Dennis's yep. place in the backyard, having a barbecue um, and just hanging out. And it's all a very good time. Uh, and that's nice to see. It's also, I think, the first time we've seen Dennis in any kind of domestic situation. And it's yep. the first time I think we've seen Dennis's wife, too. So. Yeah, first time we've seen her. Seen her. Yeah. So we're starting to see her as, um, we're starting to see Dennis as a, Dennis is becoming a regular. I don't think he's technically yet a series regular. I don't think that happens till no. season three. Yeah. When he starts to get a, before the, uh, before the opening credit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's becoming But they're, but they're starting to, starting to flesh out his, his, uh. Yeah, they character. really are. He's not the one dimensional, like, because he was pretty one dimensional in season one. Uh, yeah. Because, of course, it was season one. Now they're starting to give him a backstory. They're starting to give him a family and also just yeah. generally making him into more of a, he's not just a crusty guy who's working yeah. till three o'clock in the morning uh, and, and eating a lot of canned stew and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of episodes where they open up cans of chili. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what I miss, Steve? Um, three things actually. Three. Okay. Well, actually, I, I'm going to say three. It's it's kind three. of four, but what? what oh one wow, that'd be a new record. It would be a new record. Okay. So, some three A and three B. Okay. The first the first one is just a, the funny minute a uh, bit at when when uh, Linda Evans's character first comes in. Yeah. Um, and and the toaster's not working. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> That's and right. He, you know, he, the toast is in the toaster. There's smoke coming up. He's he. Don't try this at home. But he's got a he's got he's got a knife and he's trying to get get it out. And she's going, "What's that?" He says, "You know how they give you you go to a bank and they give you a toast toaster. You don't take it. <laughs> like I've taken this this cheap ass uh, toaster and it's burning my toast. It won't I, work. It's funny. It's become a running thing on the show about toasters from banks. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, the second thing is, mm -hmm. is this kind of suggestion when 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 like she when she's kind of setting him up um and she's talking about the guy who brought her in yeah. allegedly yeah right and <laughs> and jim says oh no no he was a con man and she goes she goes yeah but and then she goes to sort of proceed to say that he's rich you know he's got everything but but a a, a, a thing in peer, uh, brett's peerage it's like as if her her excuse her reason is rich people aren't con artists yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, rich people are con artists. Yeah, I'm not saying all rich people. No, are no con not all artists, of them. But but a good, but there a are con artists who are rich. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the whole point between mm -hmm. being. You know, there are yeah. rich people who are con artists. Again, yeah. You know, not a fan of rich people, but not all rich people are con artists. There you go. Um, <laughs> you know, hashtag um, not all rich people. Exactly. It's it, it's kind of like saying that all working class people are criminals. Yeah. Right. You know, whereas all rich people are not criminals. No. 
Individuals. Um, That's right. Yes, exactly. Um, and so, and the last two is, is is kind of the same thing. We we get it. We get it with with Audrey, um, Linda Evans' character. We we get it with with, with Dennis. Is that they both? There's scenes where they both they're both complaining about the expenses. Yes. Oh, that's where right. She, where she's looking at the bill and, and she says, "You charged me for the whole day." He says, "Well, it's not an hourly rate; it's, it's right. a daily rate." Yeah, you know, it's two hundred dollars a day plus expenses. Yeah. yeah. And Dennis is complaining, and this is what makes the butler scene so funny. The reference yeah. to the butler is at the beginning of the scene. Dennis is complaining about the expenses. Yeah. And then and then Jim drops this idea about the butler, and it's like. You have a butler, <laughs> you know, which kind of adds to the humor humor of the scene where yeah. he is, uh, you know, where Dennis is already complaining about the expenses, and now yeah. he's found out that Jim has hired a butler <laughs> to help him. I mean, I I have a feeling that I mean, I, I love when they talk to the butler and he has to keep reminding him it's Mister Rockford, or yeah. sorry, Mister Farnsworth, and yeah. Mister whatever, but it's also, um. I have a feeling that he kind of half did that because he could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean you know, it, it, it's clear that the butler is an ex-con. Yeah. Oh, they, I think they all are, right? Because they're all <laughs> right? people that, just... that, that Jim is hired or, or Angel. Yeah. Jim and Angel have set up. It's like, what, what are their connections? Well, yeah. people they were in prison with or people they know. Uh, yeah. And, and then Rocky, of course, is there, which is great. Yeah. Uh, right. Do you have anything you'd like to plug, Steve? Uh, well, we just released the... Um, um, masochist movie collective Ooh. episode on uh local hero sorry i'm blank oh, yeah. i keep only a small hero but it's, it's local hero okay um you know um and so that's up on, on good stuff i'll check that show, out the show hole the show i think hole. it's on i think it's on the on the show hole feed okay um, good stuff you're at dog pinko on twitter slash x and and um, I guess we can say it here. Yeah. On Twitter, we have to call it the place where the sky is blue. Yes. Um, I'm also on Blue Sky <laughs> at Doc Pico. Yeah. I'm there too. And I'm also on Spoutable. And oh, and Threads. I'm on Threads. Okay. I've used a little All bit right. of Threads. It's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, what I think to plug, I don't know. I don't know. Just Google my name. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. On that note, let's turn this over to Howard Cosell and Monday Night Football. I'll see you next time, Steve. All right, bye. So, as anyone would know, a football game, no matter how important in its sphere of reference, is a small thing when compared to a threat upon the life of our president. And that is why now we are going to take you to our distinguished host of the ABC Evening News and one of the great men of news in this country, Mr. Harry Reasoner, for an up-to-the-minute report on the threat upon our president's life today. The president is now on Air Force One, somewhere over the Midwest, a little more than an hour to go before he lands in Washington. Mr. Ford is all right. He had a close call in San Francisco earlier today when a 45-year-old woman, Sarah Moore, allegedly tried to shoot him. She will be arraigned in San Francisco within the hour in the attempted assassination. For details on what happened there, here is ABC White House correspondent Steve Bell. It happened as the president was leaving the St. Francis Hotel after his last scheduled appearance. The president appeared stunned momentarily, but he was not hit. He was quickly pushed into a crouching position, into his limousine, and in moments the motorcade was underway, rushing away from the trouble area toward the airport. The hero of the hour, a San Francisco policeman named Joseph Curry. It was he who saw the gun in a woman's hands moments before she had a chance to fire. He struck her arm just as the gun went off and the bullet crashed into the pavement. The woman was quickly identified as Sarah Jean Moore, 45 years old, a known political activist in the San Francisco area. She had been part of that People in Need program, the massive food giveaway organized last year as part of the effort to free Patricia Hearst after she had first been kidnapped. President Ford is in the diplomatic reception room of the White House after a quick flight from San Francisco. He's now talking. Those that were associated with him because they had the help of others. But the most important thing is that uh, I don't think 
any person as president or any person in any other major political office ought to cower in the face of a limited number of people out of 214 million Americans want to take the law into their own hands. The American people ex expect, and I approve of it, in fact, I think it's right, want a dialogue between them and their president or other public officials. And if we can't have that opportunity of talking with one another, seeing one another, shaking hands with one another, something has gone wrong in our society. I don't think these individuals who want to destroy our society and tear up our fabric of relationships represent America. The American people are good people. Democrats, independents, Republicans, and others. Under no circumstances will I, and I hope no others, capitulate to those that want to undercut what's all good in America. The American people are strong, they're good, and they will reflect the leadership that comes from the people in public office. And the leadership must likewise be strong and good. And I'm confident whether that leadership is Democratic or Republican will be good and will be strong. That's the way America can give the leadership to the world that's essential in these crucial times. It's wonderful to be home. Okay, where's where's my fucking mouse pointer? There it is. Okay. <laughs> I should I should leave that part in. Where's my fucking mouse pointer? Um and... Hello? Hello? Peggy? Pizza house! 